Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Happy Friday. I hope that you had the most amazing week possible. And with that being said, I hope that the energy of this week has been great for you because we are coming to not the end of the summer. We still have some time to go, but with school starting for so many in the next coming weeks, there are going to be so many changes within our schedules and how we have to move. And so listen to all the parents who are getting prepared for that, for all the parents that are sending their kids to college, for all the parents and the adults that are going back to school. Listen, I'm sending all the good vibes your way because you are going to need it. But summer is not over. Do not fret. We have time. We have time. We have a little bit of time for those who do have the time. So for those who do have the time, do not waste it. Not one second of it, not one inch of it. Make sure that you get all of the things accomplished that you possibly can. This week has been very prosperous. I believe this week has been an amazing one for me. I have had a lot of ups and downs, but the week has been generally pretty sound. And I will say that um, I'm grateful for this week. I'm grateful for just all the lessons I learned every single week. But we have a guest today. Yes, we have a guest this episode and I cannot wait for you to listen in and tune in. Now, this particular episode is going to be for marriages, right? Relationships, that are wanting to go towards marriage and specifically marriage based that are faith based, which means if you are a Christian, you're living according to the Bible and according to what you believe, this is what this episode is going to be geared towards. Now, if you're not married, right, that doesn't mean that you can't tune in because one thing that I know for a full fact is that we all learn differently and we can all pick up things and hear things and receive things from different places of our lives. So don't think that you just be, you have to be married to, to be able to get something out of this episode. I I believe you can get anything out of you from anywhere if your heart and your mind is open to the right things. So tune into this particular episode. But like I said, we do have a guest. I am excited to bring in Miss Keisha Bass. And Miss Keisha Bass is a wife and a marriage coach, a motivational speaker, an author and a healthy marriage advocate, a heavy on the healthy marriage advocate. And she is a founder of Her Dope Marriage, which is a faith-centered coaching and consulting brand, which is led by her. And she's been married over 32 years, going on 33 years. I mean, that in itself has to stand for something because marriage is already, already hard. Listen, for those who are trying to think about getting into marriage, it sounds good. It looks good. Weddings look good, but you got to prepare more for the marriage than you do the wedding day, right? Because you paired so much energy into the flowers and the DJ and the cake and you're not enough into the actual marriage and you don't spend all that money just to be divorced in six months or just to be divorced in the, in two years. So let's just be mindful of that when we listen into this conversation. And if for whatever reason you find yourself on the other side, you find 
find yourself in the in falling out of love with your mate. You find yourself in in divorce way, and you're and you're, and you're thinking and contemplating what you should or should not do. Don't get discouraged to feel as if you haven't done enough because some things just don't make it. But for those who are working towards that, meaning two people coming together, looking forward to being together as one. I meant two, two people coming together as one. I want you to tune in. Ms. Keisha has the information she has, what you need. And she has been directing couples, leading couples, leading, not making the decision for them. I, I, I have to stress that marriage is about the people inside of the actual marriage. <laughs> I know we want to bring in tag team our friends into our marriage. I know we want to tag our family members into our marriage. But the second that you start doing practices like that, you will find that your marriage will be on a struggle bus. I hate to say it that way, but it's the truth. You will find your marriage on a struggle bus because marriage in itself is already hard work. It doesn't need anyone to come in and add any sprinkle, sprinkle onto it. Okay. We really legitimately need you to do the work of loving one another, supporting one another, making sure that you're big, you're, you're your person's biggest supporter and, and yielding yourself to one another one another, not, not the wife over the, into the husband, the husband over into the wife, a one another marriage is a, is a ministry and you have to be willing to be ready for that. And some people are not willing, they're not ready for it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't understand how we don't understand that if you're not ready to be married, it's best for you to be single and live out your life and do the things that you want to do than to get married only to know that you're not going to do it the way in which it's going to get any dignity, any support out of it. So without any further ado, welcome Miss Keisha or Mrs. Keisha to the Conversations with Toy Family. All right. Conversations with Toy Family. We have an amazing treat today because, you know, we love to bring in amazing people who have conversations about all different parts of life. But if you are a wife, meaning you are married or you have the desire that you think you want to be married because everybody claim they want to be married until it's time to be married. Uh, and so we want to talk about that because everybody wants to put their hand in, in the marriage plan. Everybody wants to change their last name and have these big, beautiful weddings. But more people plan for the wedding than they actually plan for the marriage. So we're going to have a lot of conversations today about wife, what it is uh, to be a wife that's faith-based, a godly wife, one that's trying mm -hmm. to set her house in her tone so that she can be a blessing to her family. So we're going to talk about that today. We have Keisha and Miss Keisha Basin. She is here. She is has been married well, this year 34 years. Yes. And I would love to think that after 34 years, you have learned, grown, and you're able to be a testimony to somebody else. So yes, ma'am. thank you for being a part of this conversation. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Anytime I get an opportunity to talk about marriage, being a wife, listen, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So you've been married for 35 or almost 35 years, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what has been some of your biggest takeaways? Because, you know, again, nowadays being married, it sounds great until it's time to actually do it. <laughs> I think you and you know what, um, Toy, you are so so right. I, I think some of my biggest takeaways. There are so many. Thirty four years is a long time. Mm -hmm. I think for me, first and foremost, fo foremost is my words. 
girl, my <laughs> words, when I tell you my words were lethal, my words, and, and I came from a place where I was hurt. And it is true. Hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. And so I, number one, did not know how to be a wife. My husband did not know how to be a husband. I got married at 19. He was 20. Um, we didn't have any examples. And so the first thing that I brought into my marriage was behavior that I saw growing up. Mm -hmm. So that was a, my mom, single mother, um, love her. She had to be strong. And so I had to bring that into, well, I didn't have to, but I did because it was part of my environment. And so when I got into that and my husband, he, of course, he wasn't you know, having it. And so when I got into it and my husband was like, uh, okay, what's wrong with this woman right here? Cause I am, <laughs> she is not my mom, right. nor is she my pastor. So the first thing I would say is my words had to be adjusted. Like he wasn't my enemy and, and I had to heal for some of the wounds that I brought into my marriage. So girl, that's a lot by itself. So my words, I'm telling you, and what I've seen also is our words, you know, we, we want what we want. And when we don't get it, we want this, we want him to be Superman. And when we don't show up as Superwoman, we we're good because, you know, we, we don't need to be Superwoman, but he needs to be Superman. And when he's not Superman, we got a problem. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then that is starts the arguments that starts the, the nitpicking and almost hitting book. And, and I won't even say almost, but a lot of women will hit below the belt. Uh, demean their husbands in ways they're not even aware that they're doing it we know because we slick you know we know let me tell you something about me I knew when my words wounded him because I knew him and so I would say words and and the, the bad thing about that is we cycled for 11 10 to 11 years so I, I'm not saying that we went one year and we were good for two no from one to 11 or 10 to 11, we cycled because we did not know how to do this thing. So our words, disrespect. I mean, of course he had issues too. Um, but I think more so what I've learned in all of this, my husband had identity issues. Why? Because of my words. I cut this man down he did not want to show up to be the head. He did not want to show up to be the leader because I was I would complain about what he was not doing. And so th there's a scripture in the Bible that says that the husband would rather be on the roof than in a home with an agon wife. And girl, that was me. <laughs> but you know what? I This is the reason why I, now this is my personal, this may not be you, but this is my personal thing. I know we always say happy wife, happy life, but this is the thing. You cannot have a happy wife when that wife is unhappy within herself. So a lot of men are trying to make these unhappy people, happy wives, um, happy when they're not happy to begin with. So it's like, you know, you're supposed to just give in to your wife and let her have all the things, but you know, that takes a little of a finesse. Cause I felt like I had to learn that not to use that as a, as a reason to get what I wanted with the happy mm -hmm. life, happy wife type of situation. And I feel like a lot of women do that too. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And you know what? You're right. I think I don't say that saying because I think it's a partnership. So I need for him to be happy as well. Um, and so for me, yes, I want to be happy. I dealt with low self-esteem when I first got well, I was dealing with it when I first got married. And so when we first got married, that was my truth. I I I wanted him to validate me. I wanted him to see me. I wanted him to make me feel good about me. And when I wasn't feeling good about me, there is no way I can love him the way he needed to be loved because guess what? I did not love myself. And because I did not love myself, I couldn't give him what he needed. So to your point about what you're saying about happy wife, happy life and all of that stuff, like it is not his job to validate me. It is his job to support me. It is his job to see me, but it is, it is not his job to validate me and make me Keisha Bass. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that, yeah. What is, so I know that you, you also coach women and, <laughs> and to being, is it, are you coaching them in their wife, their livelihood? Or are you coaching them if they want to become a wife? Like, can you explain what that means? Yeah, so I do both types. I do that mostly for the wives that are going through a hard season in their marriage. What do I mean by hard season? Maybe they're separated. Maybe um, they're dealing with hard issues like infidelity, communication, or things like that. I also coach women that are looking to be married. I'm look, you know, I coach women that are trying to find themselves, you know, in and outside of the marriage. And so that's what that looks like. And more often than not, I'm dealing with that wife that's 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 broken that's bitter that's bleeding and she's coming to me saying Keisha I want to fix my marriage and I'm like okay girl I got you but more importantly what she needs to understand that this is not a journey about your marriage it's a journey about your growth mm -hmm. and so what I help them see is yes your marriage needs to be fixed we're going to get there God is going to take care of it but it doesn't need to be an idol I need for you to look at what you do, what you bring to the table, how you show up. And that those for me are the most important things. And when a woman can really see herself, when yeah. she can see, girl, you know what? He can't, I can't change this man. I can change how I show up. And one of the things I tell women all the time, you need to be her. You need to be her even when he's not. You need to be the wife even when he's not. Because because in this covenant relationship that you committed to with your husband and God, you still got to show up for God, even when your husband is not showing up. So that is what we partnered with, uh, partnered with them. We work through. It is so important that women understand. And then on top of that, Toy, um, did I say that right, Toya? Mm -hmm. Toya. Toya. Okay. Well, on top of that, we have the power, we have the influence to change what we see when we change what we say. Mm. Mm. I love that. I heard and, that. Yeah. So when we change, when we start to change our language, when we start to understand my words have power and they will shift the atmosphere or they will cause hell to break out in my marriage. So mm. you have to understand who you are. It's so important so important that we use our words, not as weapons, but as grace. Um, I, I like to say like as grace, um, I don't even know, um, just like how grace can just abound towards everything that you do and say, I'm not saying be a doormat, but right. I'm saying that there is a way that you can, 
get him to listen without you trying to nag him. So anyways. So what has been some of the things that you've noticed, some of the, the recurring topics or themes or things that you're seeing with women when they're coming to you? I know that you said a lot of them are broken when they have all these things, but is there anything that sticks out to you when you can remember that, you know, you're seeing and you're just like always cognitive or you're always having to go into like extra prayer over people or about like, what are those things that you're seeing? I think um, the first thing that I see is that they come because they want to change their husbands. Mm. Um, and I always say, you be the change that you want to see in him. So it's, it's like, Keisha, I want him, I want him to communicate better. I want him to show up and support me better. I want him. Now there are some that are dealing with infidelity issues and it was a mistake, not behavior. So it was a mistake. And so they've decided to work it out. So now they're trying to deal through, deal with forgiveness. You know, how do I now partner with God to release all of this to him and then give my husband what he needs, even when I don't feel good about where we are. And so then communication is, is one main one. And one of the things I always tell women is that you're looking at it from the standpoint of who he is right now. Maybe somebody dropped him. Hmm. Maybe he's dealing with issues from his past that he doesn't know how to deal with. And now when something happens that triggers him, it takes him to a place, not where it's your issue, like you're the issue, but maybe he doesn't know how to process through the pain. That's So it's getting women to understand that your husband, he's, he's not done this before. He deserves grace. He, I remember this one time when my husband and I, we were going through a hard season. Like it was, it was a divorce is not an option for me, but I promise you, we were almost there. And, <laughs> and girl, it was, and I remember complaining to God. It was like year 10. I was like, God, I'm tired. I'm so tired. I'm weary. I feel defeated. When are you going to come and save us? And I remember, this is what broke the camel's back. I remember God told me, um, and I say it all the time on my page. I remember he said, he's my son before he's your husband. And you're trying to change him to be what you want. I'm trying to make him to be what I want. Hmm. There's a conflict. And so, so when God told me that, he said, you work on you and I'll work on my son. I'm not saying that was easy. But that was part of the um, transformation for me where I started to see myself. That makes sense. No, it does make sense. Because even I, um, when I went to therapy in the midst of my own, our, my husband and I's um, dark season and my therapist was like, you got to work on you. Like mm -hmm. you cannot carry his load right now. You got to work on you. And uh, thankfully we did the work and, and it worked. But, you know, a lot of times, before you get married, I feel like there's things that we don't catch all the time. Is there anything that you just struck women who think that they want to be married or are sure that they want to be married? What are some of the things that you talk to them before they get into the marriage? Make sure you're healed. Uh, you know, and sometimes you may not know what that thing is um, just on like on the surface. Right. So that's why you have to find time for yourself get quiet, sit before God, ask God to show you, you, uh, God reveal, you know, what I'm dealing with. 
we we nine times out of ten we know. Um, so we we want the ring before we want the deliverance. Mm -hmm. And so then what happens is when you get married, those issues now become more pronounced. And now you're trying to fix and work through it. I'm not saying that, thank God for grace and mercy. God can still do it. But how about work on that before you get into a partnership with a spouse? It, it, it's just, you know, and don't rush it. It's okay to get healed before you get into something new. Because I'm telling you, the enemy is coming for you. As soon as you put this ring on, let me tell you, <laughs> he comes from you for you, for your peace, for your joy, for your, he's all about division. And so he's going to come for you. So if you're, if you got any brokenness, I'm telling you, he's going to bring it to the forefront. And that is the truth. I knew my husband for at least 10, 11 years before we got married. And the second we got married, the second, I mean, I knew that man almost like the back of my hand. And even after we got married, it, the whole game changed. It wow. was just a whole nother switch. So I know for a fact that it is very much. <laughs> I was like, what is this going on? I've known this man my, almost my whole adulthood. And now we're over here on the struggle bus. Like wh who's driving this bus? I need to get off. Like, get me off this bus. <laughs> right. This bus. I'm tired of driving. I'm tired of being the passenger. I got to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> has there been any uh, times when you've been coaching someone and you've just, you know, through the journey of them coaching through through you, have you had the wife ever come to the decision that she is ready to leave her husband? And how's that? Has that made you feel a certain way, or how did that go for you or for them? No, I mean I need you. I'm I'm I see myself as like a midwife. I will help you navigate this season, but ultimately it's your your decision to decide what you want to do. Um, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to partner with you through this season. Um, and I just recently, I remember my husband and I, we do couples coaching as well. And we um, recently um, had this couple. I coached a woman on uh, the, the wife on the side. We came together and she said, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I said, okay. You know, it, it, that's your decision. It is right. not up to me right. to try to make you stay in something that you don't want to be in. That is not my truth. That is not something that I have the power to do. And what we did was we had a come to Jesus meeting. Um, that's what we called it. Um, <laughs> and she told him everything. He felt some kind of way. Uh, but at the end of that call, she told him, I'm not backing down. Either you're going to do this or this is it. And they have been working on it for some months. And let me tell you something. After that call, he went, took some time. She texted me that next day and said, you know what? He said, he's going to, he's, he's ready to change. He's ready to work this out. And so I just talked to her last week still, and this has been a couple of weeks. Everything is going so well. So at some point you have to decide, you know, is my peace worth more than me? Um, you know, trying to stay in this unhealthy situation. Now he was, the issue wasn't abuse or anything like that. She was just tired where he wasn't, she wasn't being heard and different things like that. He was all about material stuff. She was like, I don't need that. I need your time. Right. I want you to be present. So, so yeah, so that changed. And then I have women that, you know, at the end of the day, 
I'm thinking about one now. It it is what it is. You know, uh, all I can do is say, girl, listen, I'm here for you. Doesn't matter which way you go. I'm here to be part of your community to support you through the other side of whatever this is. I get that. Talk to me about what um, her dope marriage is. Oh, girl. So I love her dope marriage. Let me tell you, her dope marriage is a platform. I started it four years ago. Um, God told me, I remember one Saturday I was getting up, I was in corporate I, project management girl doing all of that, making all the coins. Um, and then God told me one morning, um, you need to start something. He didn't give me the name just yet, but I need you to start something for women. I want you to be my mouthpiece. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I can do this. This is my side hustle. I can do it. So he <laughs> eventually gave me the name. I, I, you know, I sat and say, okay, her and her actually means something is healed and empowered and restored. That's who God wants us to be um, as a wife. And so her dope marriage, that's exactly what it is. It's a platform to help women be just that healed, empowered and restored. And one of the things that I want women to understand is you don't have to be perfect. All you have to do is be surrendered to God and you don't have to be this holy roller. You know, people think like I have to go to church and, you know, 24 seven, blah, blah, blah. No, you just need to have a personal rela relationship with God, an intimate relationship with God and see yourself as his daughter before anything. I am his daughter before I'm a wife. I'm his daughter before I'm a mother. I'm a, his daughter. And when you understand that posture, then you show up differently. Um, and you're not threatened by all these other things. So her dope marriage is just that. It's a platform to help women navigate the different seasons of marriage. Um, I offer coaching. We do um, couples coaching. Um, we have retreats. We have just different things to help women have resources available um, to, to see themselves through the hard season and know that. And then, of course, my transparency. I think that's what really helps me. Uh, my transparency. Yes, I love God. Yes, I'm a Christian. But let me tell you something. Loving God by itself alone won't fix it. There's some there's some tangible work that you have to do. You got to do the work. You can't expect God to do it all for you. Nice. And so that's one. That's what I bring to the table. And I'm always going to bring God, God into the equation. He's he's the reason why I do it. Every time I coach. I start with prayer. Um, as I'm preparing for my sessions, I start with prayer. I There's no way I can do this without him, nor do I want to, because I'm not trying to carry other people's issues. Right. That's was uh, uh, my thought too, because sometimes when you're doing that and you're in the season of helping other people, you know, making sure that you stay attached, but detached so that you're not bringing those issues home to your own yeah. house. And Right, right, right. And that's what I do. Even before each session, like even before I got on here, I'm always going to pray, girl. That is like, that is my go-to. So I always, you know, set the atmosphere in my room. Um, This is my office. And I'm always, I want to be very intentional about that so that I don't allow, because it's spiritual. Um, mm -hmm. Everything that we go through in, in marriage, it starts in the spirit first. And when you understand that you can fight the right way. Because oftentimes we don't see that and we start fighting with our words and with our actions. But when you understand that the devil is the, he is at the top of this thing and he wants to cause division. There's a scripture in the Bible that says that he prowls around like a roaring lion, lion looking to devour the 
people in their marriages. Well, I'd say marriages, but that's, that's just who he is. So with all the things that you do, with all the coaching and the mentorship that you do and the many hats that you wear, what do you do for self-care to take care of you? Just you. Self-care, like I do programs myself, like I will connect to other women to get poured into because I pour so much. Mm. So I need other women that are strong enough to to pour into me, to pour into me. And um, I, that's what I'm currently doing now. I'm in a program and uh, part of the program is I'm, I'm a prayer warrior. I do it every morning, but like God is stretching me and showing me he wants me to get to a uh, a different, uh, more in depth of who he is. And that's what I'm doing now. So now I be still girl. Some days I'm just in here doing nothing, but <laughs> nothing, but sitting on this couch. Um, it is a form of self-care to have downtime though. That really yes. is. Yes. And you know, I used to get my nails done, girl. I don't even do that. I mean, I, yeah, the, but I love getting my hair done. I love my bundles. Um, so I love that. I love shopping um, and I love hanging with my husband. We are best friends, um, but self-care is, you know, putting down the phone, you know, making sure that that stays where it needs to be and really taking time for me um, and, you know, really doing the programs that that really right now is resonating with me where I'm allowing people to pour back into me. So. And two last things before we end. The first thing would be, um, what is one thing you want to leave with the people that are listening? And then the second thing would be, how can people get in contact with you, um, see, you know, see where you are and how can they do all those things? Okay. The one thing I would say to someone is if they're fighting for their marriage, don't use their words, start to use a knee, bow down, you know, get into your closet, allow, and don't just pray, you know, you know, complaining to God about what he's doing. Hmm. How about allow God to speak back to you about what he wants you to do? So prayer is twofold. So I, that that's probably the most important point I want someone to know. I believe that someone is listening and they're probably going through and they want to know, daddy, what do I need to do? I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm weary. I'm broken. Um, how can I change what I'm in? And daddy is saying, daughter, all you need to do is come to me and surrender. And he's saying, just give me five minutes a day, minimal. Give me five minutes. Give me your heart. And I'm telling you, there's nothing I won't, wouldn't do for you. I know it to be true because he did it for me. So not just praying and complaining, really pray for your husband, pray for his heart, his heart, pray for his hurt, mm. you know, pray for those areas, his, his, his. Um, his work, his temptations, his insecurities, ah, his leadership. Yes. Oh yes. my God. So when you do that, when you are other centered, my God, there is nothing God wouldn't do for you. Nothing. He wants your marriage to succeed anyways. Right. So why not let God do it? Take your hands off, take your mouth off and let God do it. Mm. that's what I would say, girl. I hear that. I hear it. Um, and so how can someone, if they're looking to get in contact with you, follow you, see where you are, because you do conferences and, you know, there could be somebody who's listening and says, I need a little bit more than what they heard today. How can they get a, a hold of you? 
They can follow me on um, Instagram. I'm her.dope.marriage. Um, my website is herdopemarriage.com. Um, I'm on threads. Girl, because you know that yeah, is something. Everybody's is really on threads. Everybody's on threads. And just so anybody's listening, first of all, two things. One, everything that she has mentioned, that Keisha has mentioned, we will make it very much clickable because y'all know y'all can't, y'all hate to have to scuffle with the uh, search box. So we will make it all clickable for you. Um, that's one number one. But if you're not on threads, threads is where you need to be. However, just, just FYI from what I've learned, if you delete threads, you delete Instagram. So just keep it. It's, it's a part, it's a, it's a marriage. Now you can't get rid of it this time. This, this is one of those ones you can't get married. You can't get, you can't separate. Oh girl, I'm glad you said that. Thank yeah. you for that. Do not do not delete threads. If you delete threads, it is associated with your Instagram and your Instagram will be deleted as well. So, so don't do it. Don't say, oh, this is stupid. I'm tired of it. Just let it be. Don't even go into it no more. Just let it be. Wow. <laughs> just have to let people know because they're like, I've heard people say, oh, I don't, this is so dumb. I just want to come on here and try it. Well, you've tried it. It's, th this is one of those things where you ain't, you ain't going to easily come out of this one. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm glad you said that. Thank you for that. Mm hmm because people will just delete it and then be wondering where their Instagram is and that's where it went <laughs> it's gone oh it's wow gone. <laughs> they, they that's the fine print Mark Mark Zuckerberg didn't you know made it very small so he wouldn't pay attention maybe he'll do an update hopefully but until then <laughs> till it gives us the go ahead don't do oh it but yeah, thread, threads, you know, for those who are like what is threads because it's such a new platform but it's really a, a place for you to share information you can be as as you could use it for like you for your platform telling you know encouraging women when their marriage and prayer and then there's other people who use now listen there are some people going a little left on there um i just do just take in what's for me and leave the rest i don't right up in everybody's threads but it's there it is another form of communication it's like instagram took over twitter and there we go yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and another thing too is I do have on you version app, the Bible app, I have yeah. um, some um, Bible plans there as well. So um, I'm trying to be everywhere, girl. Nothing wrong with that. And I, I love a good you version because, you know, you take that anywhere you go. You ain't got to work. You know, back in the day when I was a kid, you had to have that Bible. You couldn't have the ushers would take that phone. You couldn't <laughs> have no phone. <laughs> Nowhere in the building. Even right. when the iPads first came out, like I've seen a couple of preachers now that they're using the iPads and the thing, that would have been a total no-no growing <laughs> up in the church I grew up in. That's You're right. Cool. They'd have been like, where that Bible in <laughs> your Bible yep. cover? You would have had to have both. So yes, times have changed, but the word stays the same. So you can have access to it a little bit, a little bit more at your, your fingertips. You're already on there. You might as well be on there for something good. Right. <laughs> so right. make sure we we will uh put that into the link so that everybody can click on that because i love being able to get to a scripture or a, a meditation or a prayer or something that i may need at my fingertips it just helps right right i agree <laughs> you should thank you so much for being a part of this amazing conversation i do hope we talked off screen but i do hope that the person and person's who are listening to this, this is something that's going to be extremely timely for them. That's going to help them in their marriage that they're trying to figure things out. And, and, and if you're listening and you, again, she's 32, 34 years of marriage to my almost 11, trust me, dark seasons um, come in every marriage. So mm -hmm. no matter what you see other people doing, you can't get caught up in what you see other people's marriages look like. Cause that's half the battle too. trying to make your marriage, somebody else's marriage. That ain't Ooh. the same thing. You and, your, and marriage, your marriage 
<laughs> and the thing about it is it's a season and people, they fail to realize seasons, they end. Um, I heard a pastor say it's a season, not a sentence. <laughs> and when he said that, I was like, wow, that's so good. It but is you know why our, our, we physically feel like it's a sentence and we feel like we ain't going to never get out of it. This person will never change because it's been mm -hmm. a couple of me weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years of being in a bad season. But like you said, you was in it for almost 10, 11 seasons yeah. we in it for about, I want to say five seasons. It was rough. Like that wow. really dark season that we had. I mean, you have little small ones here and there, but them big ones that overtake can completely overtake a marriage that yep. took us five. So it mm -hmm. takes, it takes a while. Woo girl. And that pride, mm. so it's just so much you can talk about, but that pride is what we had to put under subjection. It, it was that pride for us and, you know, and not wanting to lose. So, yeah. Yes. But again, we are both testaments that if you, yes. you can, and you will come to the other side of it, it's just a little difficult. It's like going through a very dark tunnel. Eventually you do get to the light on the other side. Amen. So thank you so much. Thank you everyone who is listening to Conversations with Toy for this week. Again, go into the show notes. It's very easy. You click on the show notes, you'll be able to get a hold of Miss Keisha, uh, Mrs. Keisha, because you you may need her. You may absolutely need her to be that person that's helping you through that season. And you know, I don't think that God makes any mistakes. So if you're listening to this episode today, there's something in this episode that you needed. Do not walk away and think this wasn't for me. If it's something that you heard, it was definitely for you. Amen. <laughs> so what did you think about this particular episode again i cannot stress enough that you want to be in a healthy marriage not a marriage that is filled with um, deceit not a marriage that is filled with abuse not a marriage that is filled with all kinds of different elements to it you want to be in a healthy loving marriage and sometimes there are things you must do you must have conversations real conversations about the reality of where you stand with another person because again marriage is not easy but you want to make sure that you have entered into a covenant with someone again who wants to be in covenant with you too many people want to again they want to make sure that they do all the things to get ready for that marriage right you do the wedding planning you have the honeymoon planning you have all of these things but sometimes we forget to plan for the actual marriage how much planning did you put into the actual marriage versus the wedding Like, ask yourself that legitimate question like did you ask enough of the right questions to your partner that you're looking to get married to instead of knowing that they're a great person and they love you and you just love them because love is beautiful, but love is not enough. There is a work, there is a binding, there is a commitment. There is a level of love and respect that must go into a healthy, loving marriage. We thank Keisha for being a part of this amazing conversation and we hope that it resonated with you. And if it did resonate with you, there's three things that you can do. And one you have already done. You've already listened to the episode, right? I want you to share this episode. It doesn't cost you anything. You just share the episode. And number three, I want you to whatever platform that you're listening to this podcast, I want you to take the time to give us an amazing review because the way that we grow is by making sure that other people know that we exist. Now, I have some sad news. It may be sad to some and maybe a good thing for some others. 
but we are going on our season break. We will be back on Friday, September the 1st with a brand new episode, a brand new season of podcasts. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast enough, you should know one or two things. When we go on a break, we go on a break because we got to rest this voice. We got to get ready. We got to get our guests in line, all of the things, but there is always a chance And I do mean always a chance that there will be a bonus episode that pops up and through. So make sure that you're still supporting, tuning in and all of the things, you know, that you can find me on social media as Toy Time Blog. That's T-O-I-T-I-M-E-B-L-O-G, because not only am I a podcaster, I am a writer, a content creator and a freelancer. Okay, I have lots of hats. But whatever hat I wear, (laughs) I try to do it to my best ability. And sometimes breaks are necessary. I don't know how people go in from one episode and just kind of continue as going, but everybody does their podcast differently. From this podcast, we're taking breaks. We got to rest this voice. We've already sound raspy today, right? I know you hear it. So again, sounding raspy lets me further know time for a break. So that's what we're going to do. We'll be back on September the 1st with a brand new episode stepping into season nine and I cannot wait thank you for all the support I can't do this by myself you guys are in the wings listening in tuning in and you know I I love that for all of us so thank you for that thank you for the support so season nine will begin on September the 1st stay tuned because you never 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 ever never know when a bonus episode will come about but for now this is season eight Thank you for rocking out with us. You guys have been amazing. I did take like a little a couple, I think maybe one mini break in this season because I went on vacation and I did my best to try to not skip. But listen, life be happening, life be lifing. And so y'all were still rocking it out with me. And I appreciate every last one of you because you are the very, the very foundation of this podcast by listening in, tuning in, you give and breathe life back into this podcast. You give me life. I get my energy from you and I'm appreciative of that. So have the most amazing week weekend and while we are gone take care of yourself. Listen, self-care and mental health are very important. I get it. Not everybody's self-care looks the same because they're not supposed to because we're all individuals. Only you know what you need to restore and fill your cup. So while I am on a break, I am not gone from you totally. Make sure that you're following the blog that is at Toy Time, T-O-I-T-I-M-E dot org. I have content just about every day. I'm talking about four to five new pieces of content on the blog. Then you have the video content and you sharing all the things I got you. So I have not disappeared off the off the face of the earth. I am just taking a podcast break and we will be back on September the 1st. Join in, tune in, lean in, do all the things. Thank you, Miss Keisha or Mrs. Keisha for being a part of this conversation. I hope that the listeners, everybody who's listening, my family who is listening, I said family, right? All of my family said correctly the way I want to say it is just supportive. And I, and I want to send all my love back to you. You are making this energy just amazing. So September the 1st, we will be back officially. Stay tuned. There could be a bonus episode, you know, a bonus episode or two that will pop up. We never know. Um, all I know is that I do send all the love and prayer and covering for every marriage 
that is listening and those who are not, those who are connected to me, those who are not. Because again, I can't stress enough how important it is to have a sound marriage and relationship that is filled with healthy elements, meaning respect, love, care, and all of those things that come together within your own marriage or your potential marriage or whatever the case may be. Because again, I can't stress enough, as much as we prepare for the wedding day, we have to prepare for the uh, marriage as well. So to all the married couples, may God keep you and cover you and let us continue to just love on one another as possible. Listen, I get it. I'm not saying that my marriage is perfect because I would be lying ying but what I will say is that one day him and I were having such arguments when we were in the midst of our own tragedy where we were going to get a divorce and I tell you one thing that man looked me in my eye and said either we're going to do this or we're not and it was just something about him coming in and just saying listen this ends today like whatever this is whatever this energy is that we are on our way to divorce land I want it to end now and I want us to do the work. And he did his own individual work. I must give him all the credit. Um, well, not all the credit. I'm going to give him a lot of the credit because he definitely did the work to move us from that needle of divorce into the marriage that we have right now. And I will say, because we are about to celebrate our 11th wedding anniversary, that my husband and I continue to do the work, which means a lot of it sometimes is continuing on making sure that we cover ourselves. Sometimes that means personal therapy for ourselves individually. And if we ever need to come back together again for some marriage counseling, because we had to do the same thing, we will do it. But a lot of it is just willingness to do the work. So I said I was going to leave and I said I'll be back September 1st and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. Have a next couple of amazing weeks. I hope that by the time you and I and we all come together that your life has been even better. I don't I hope that when we come back together, everybody has had something positive that they have on their mind and heart when they're listening to this to their episodes and they're just like, yes something she said just helped me I, I hope that for you um this episode is amazing but we do have plenty of other amazing episodes over a hundred episodes available so make sure that you get in and listen to them and I send energy of goodness love and all the things to you Thank you as always for joining me and I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.